I can sell, sell. I can sell, sell. Hey, welcome to Make It So So, a podcast about the not so good episodes of Star Trek. Today we're talking about Zunkatse, which is episode 15 of season 6 of Star Trek Voyager. Seven of Nine is kidnapped by a sinister ringmaster who forces her to fight in a deadly blood sport. But first, my name's Newman. Hey, I'm Beth. I'm Dan. All right, guys. The sacred art of Sunkatsuke. Who wants to... Sunkatsuke. Oh, man. I actually... I love that they used blood sport, or you used blood sport in the description, because I was going to say that it had... I was hoping for more of a blood sport feel, but it did have a little bit of a blood sport feel. Did yeah. anybody else agree? Yeah. 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 Right? I mean, I mean, this is less John Claude Van Damme. I mean, that's this all was he, blood all sport in right. space. Right. Basically. Right. <laughs> I right. was hoping Which, for some splits, some, some split punches, some JCVD splits would have been really flying nice. jump <laughs> yeah. splits, I, but we didn't I mean, get any. I mean, I guess that. we get into first impressions, but yeah, uh, let's do it. Okay. So on paper, <laughs> this is a terrible episode. Okay. It's. I would agree. Uh, it's a it's a ratings <laughs> stunt where mm-hmm. UPN got their two biggest yep. shows to cross over. Yeah, mm-hmm. they wanted to get the wrestling crowd to watch Star Trek and Star Trek to watch wrestling. Right. It was and an official crossover too. Yes, you're right. It was. Yeah. It was an official I, thing. Okay, I but, can't imagine what those fans look like. I mean, other than Newman, I know Newman likes wrestling. But oh, thank you. Well, <laughs> I know. I mean, who are the wrestling know. fans that are also sci-fi fans? And who are the sci-fi fans that are also wrestling fans? They're out there. I, I mean, I would imagine there's a lot of crossover. Really? Yeah. I mean, you know, totally. wrestling gets a bad rap sometimes, but there's there's some smart there's some smart people out there who like wrestling. You know, it's okay. uh, you know, it's there's yeah, some people judgy. who like a good a good okay. uh, a good sci-fi romp while also watching a good head beating. You yeah. know what I mean? Are there well, any like <laughs> sci-fi well, I, wrestlers pers- wrestling personas? Uh, sci-fi wrestlers. Uh, there's gotta uh, be. Uh, there was a guy named uh, Vader who wore like a huge helmet, but oh not God, Darth Vader's amazing. helmet. He was pretty good. Um, <laughs> that's about it, I think. <laughs> but yeah, no. I, just, I would I, love to I, see I don't, like I don't a... follow wrestling, but I've been to one wrestling event yeah. and it was amazing. Mm. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. All right. Yeah. Okay. I would highly I suggest you. going to exactly one. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. I mean, I trust and love both of you, so yeah, I sure. So yeah. anyway, my uh, <laughs> my first impression. Mm-hmm. Uh, so while this on paper should have been terrible, I kind of really liked it. Oh okay. my god, me too. Oh, I was no. I didn't so, so <laughs> for our listeners, we try to hold off on like talking to each other about what we think and feel about the episodes before we record for you all today uh it's tough it was really hard for me to say earlier today and prior you know during the week that i actually didn't think it was that bad which you probably won't take very seriously because i i don't think most of them are bad um Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah i it was kind of okay i was expecting it to be a lot worse okay maybe that's where definitely okay newman well i will agree that it is better than i thought it was going to be it's not one of the worst ones we've done i yes. will say it is one of the dumber ones we've done though in terms of just like probably there's not much I of a plot simpler okay simpler sure but yeah yes, it's yes. pretty dumb yeah there's there's true. not much of a plot past my one sentence synopsis really um, yeah 
but that's see, okay. it's a, it is a common. So I was thinking about this earlier. It's a very common, I think, like trope, though. It's it basically like the yes. gladiator trope. You know, you get stolen into slavery and this is your thing, which in Bread yes. and Circuses was a similar trope that we reviewed mm-hmm. for this podcast as well from original series. So yep. it's a trope that we've seen a number of times, which makes it very easy. But like, it's also compelling, I think. Um, so I didn't know much about seven of nine before this mm-hmm. episode which was so that was kind of cool you get to dig into her character a little bit and there's almost no janeway in it she has which like is three lines which yes. kind of makes it better right that's mm-hmm. probably one of the reasons why we mm-hmm. at, at the very least subconsciously like it yeah my only complaint is that so uh for our listeners uh dwayne the rock johnson Mm-hmm. makes an appearance and that you can just call him that rock, fulfills the cr- yeah <laughs> the rock i guess sorry yeah, for, i'm, no, I'm no, not it, a wrestling fan no 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 that's no, um, fine <laughs> um, uh that fulfills the crossover that dan was talking about earlier yeah um I, my only complaint is that he was only i thought he from the description online the rock meets star trek i thought it was going to be this whole long narrative with the rock but I he's totally only agree. in it for like a couple minutes like maybe two three minutes yeah. um, so about that okay uh, so i did a little little diving and mm-hmm. because this was their like giant crossover event and their mm-hmm. highest watch highest watch rated nielsen ratinged i don't uh, know how to say that four million uh, people episode watch this episode. of the season mm-hmm. um there was a lot of like behind the scenes like clips and stuff and okay. it seemed as though Dwayne Johnson was under the impression that his fight was like the final climax scene. Yeah, oh. I would imagine he's a giant. He's right. huge. And I don't know if like it was like a decision later to change that or if like that's how they got him to agree to it. Sure. But that's not at all what happened. Yeah, I mm-hmm. was shocked by that. I, I mm-hmm. When he came out mid-episode, I was like, okay, he's going to be around the rest of the episode. Yes, um, I had the same feeling. Or like, yeah. should I have to fight him again? You know, mm-hmm. that's not the case at all. Uh, mm-hmm. You could almost feel like Vince McMahon, like behind the scenes, like, what's my Rocky gonna? You know, you know, you know Vince McMahon, <laughs> right? Yeah. Vince yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'm, I'm sure he was on set. Like, okay, you need to give Rock this amount of screen time, or else, mm-hmm. you no, know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull him out of this project. So, mm-hmm. either Vince McMahon pissed off a lot of people, and like. They just like okay, we'll stick the rock in the middle just to screw over Vince McMahon or yeah, but I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. He should have been the final opponent. I think the storyline wouldn't have worked without him be with him being the final opponent. Like you're right that the guy comes around simple. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I wonder if they filmed like a final fight scene with him and that just they just cut. It's just never just just to appease the McMahon. Right. It's possible. In my brain, I was just like, oh, did they only have enough money to? pay him for an hour like i didn't understand uh, why he was maybe. only in it for like three minutes maybe i mean uh, he colossus that is upn yeah <laughs> it doesn't know. even exist anymore i mean yeah. he did do the signature he did do the people's eyebrow the signature move people's eyebrow, which is pretty yeah. great he did, he did and the they modified bottom. him like very minimally yes um they also he was the only fighter that went topless i believe he was like mostly yeah yeah. Mostly uncovered. Straps on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. straps, but like yeah. suspender kind of things. But yeah, but those were the things. So yeah, those yeah. are things that all the characters wear because they're like special right. targets on their body and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. And yeah, um, and and before we get into the the um, beats, <clears throat> I I just, just want to say that like I I really don't like when wrestlers guest on stuff and like <laughs> like you mentioned Beth, 
he was basically the rock like yeah like he, totally. he did he did too many of his own things from wrestling it's like did he did he have to do the rock bottom like did he have to do the people's you know i didn't know like, the rock bottom was a thing did he have Thank to do the, the eyebrow thing it's like he could have <laughs> totally. played but like but that that makes it too like corny it just seems that's so the, corny that's the crossover he was only though, on right? screen I know. for like two minutes like i know yeah. but he kills he still could have been the rock by like playing a different character than you know yeah like rock. jumanji like his character i mean dwayne johnson is <laughs> sure. having a very good year people oh yes he is yes yes he's he is. had like he's back to back like four movies releases in a row from yeah. december all the way through like march None of them are movies I want to see, but <laughs> what people are seeing them. I'm very yeah. happy for him. No, he is Way a, to go. he is a hot property right now. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes he is. It's because he's running for president in 2020, everybody. This is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. America's over. Why not? <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, he I'm is cool. the people's yeah. champion, might as well be that's people's right. president too. Yeah. Oh my so. god, that's that's going to be how he ends all of his stump speeches. <laughs> <laughs> with a holding his uh, belt over his head doing a I victory mean, lap like I, his championship belt i i'd vote for that i definitely know. vote for him over trump i mean that's for sure oh yeah i vote for a ham for sure. sandwich over trump so <laughs> at this point i would i would vote for a a dirty heroin needle over trump yeah <laughs> absolutely oh my god um anyway so, off topic. <laughs> zoom cut the crew is, yeah uh, <laughs> running around space i don't know they're they're, they're on uh what's vacation shore leave shore, oh shore yes leave. they're on shore yeah. leave around a planet i forgot yep. what it's called yep. yeah so uh, it's not important janeway gets the fuck out of the way and yep. she mm-hmm. wants to go visit some planet mm-hmm. i don't just random place off screen right right mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. yeah it, she's taking the delta flyer um which is a modified spacecraft that tom paris made um he made it yeah okay he like it's, replicated the parts yeah he he basically built it it's like it was his like project for a whole season or so that's cool like earlier okay. so does it go faster than the speed of light uh no does it go warp does it break warp does 10? it break warp 10 <laughs> that's bad. i don't yeah. believe so because you, okay. you, you don't want to have threshold part two do you that's no, right you don't. i mean do i do i think I you do it, but, but <laughs> others might not want it um <laughs> Yeah, so she takes that. She must have had a contract like dispute or like you know I can only film five minutes this this episode because she was gone for. You know, 90% I was thinking it. about the like contractual stuff about screen yeah. time. Like, I could totally see her signing off on like, "Hey, this is gonna be the episode where Jerry Ryan has to fight The Rock." Right. <laughs> like. Oh yeah. And she's like, "Oh yeah, let's do that one." Right, because they did not get along. In- in real life, as we exactly, know. Exactly, yeah. So, Wait, so... Yeah. Okay. Wait, I'm just curious as why anyone would do contractually, like, want to not be in an episode. Well, I was you, just thinking, like, you, it's going like, to hurt Jerry hurt yeah. personally, oh, okay. physically, in the person. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's happening. But yeah, like, I mean, this was season six. By then, I'm sure, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, it happened in, like, Next Gen, too. Like, you'd see, mm-hmm. you know... Once in a while, Riker would be have like one line. Yeah, an that's episode. true. And maybe yeah. each of the primary cast gets like, okay, you're going to get paid for all the episodes, but there'll be mm-hmm. two per season where you only have to work, you know, one day out of the whole it's week. Vacation. You time. know what I mean? Oh, right. See, yeah. I, I right. read that as a totally different way where like a whole bunch of writers start out a series with a million great ideas. Mm-hmm. 
And then the top actors pitch a fit and like, no, I want all the screen time for like five or six seasons. Mm -hmm. Then they cool off because no one can think of any more stories. So then they go back to using those more variety. (laughs) Yeah. Smaller character things. Yeah. Yeah, I could could, could totally see that too. Yeah. Yeah. So Jane was out of the way. Yeah. So she's... she's, (laughs) she's, She's go somewhere. Another she planet is, that she wants vacation on. I don't yeah, remember. she's she's gone. Uh, Torres and Chakotay are um, yes. seen as fans of this battle sport called Zunkatsuke, which I don't think I'm still saying right. But Su- uh, I thought Zunkate. it was like Zunkate. Zunkate. Okay. Zunkate. Zunkate. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. T s u n k a t a. Sure. One of the, yeah. So one of the reasons why I like this episode, though, is that I like Chakotay a lot. I think mm-hmm. of the Voyager characters, he's probably my favorite. And he's kind of the lead in this episode, which is... The Tattoo Terror? The Tattoo Terror. The Tattoo yeah. Terror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Just just to correct my own oh, error, uh, it's uh, Tsunkatsé. Tsunkatsé. T-S-U-N-K-A-T-S-A. Tsunkatsé. Tsunkatsé. Okay, great. Thank you. Got it. Thank you. Thank you. Um... Okay, yes, so him and Bolana are chatting, right, the next scene about yeah. how much they like the sport and how they're excited to go back to the arena and keep watching. Mm-hmm. Um, while they're walking and talking through the quarters, she mentions to him that since he's in command, he has the ability to basically – oh, he said something like, no, I have duty or something. And since she, he's in command, he has the ability to sort of change the duty schedules around so that he can do whatever he wants. Right. Um then they come across uh, the mess, I guess, the cafeteria, mess hall. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can't remember the name of anything right now. Um, they come across Neelix and they see that Neelix is <laughs> brewing a concoction of something that they do not want to eat, which is this yellow globby stuff. Yeah. Um, and Neelix explains to them that uh, it, they're not supposed to eat that. It's used to treat his sunburn. So on this particular planet, he... <laughs> fell asleep under two suns and now yeah. has a pretty bad sunburn oh Neelix. that's the opening <laughs> like, so his face is perfectly divided <laughs> yes only on one side yeah yeah which which i would get but he specifically made a point of saying there's two suns yeah i didn't right. understand which would kind of i mean i guess if the two suns were in the same place same in the sky, side yeah i guess but, he, i thought maybe I he was know. lying on his side no, but even if he's laying it aside, if like the sun's coming from two different directions, there should be like a a dark. And right. a, oh yeah, a at the front of his light. face. I don't know why face. I'm diving into the details well, of Nilix's. Well, sunburn. also, I don't know <laughs> why like this little subplot did nothing for the entire episode. I'm not really Absolutely. sure. No. This is like a C plot. Right, exactly. It persists, everybody. It, they come back to this plot yeah. like, a couple times for no and reason. And I just I was like, what is going on here i had not have a lot of hope when i saw this in the first no, five minutes i was like oh I god, god genuinely thought that somehow the uh, uh leola root skin ointment that, that mm-hmm. beth mentioned was we'll somehow going to be like the thing that saves the yeah. day like it gives you superpowers hmm. or something maybe okay. yeah, they have to wrestle the rock in a tub of root jello Oh, and then I, that's that's how I it's thought not it that, might end. It's not that kind of she movie. She like covers okay. it. With, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, it's it's okay. Big. Yeah, I could okay. I could see that happening. But yeah, no, but that doesn't never, happen. Uh, everybody never no, came sorry. back to no. matter at all. No. Um. The yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so there so there two are still talking about uh, Zun Katze and 
at first everyone's kind of making fun of them, but then like everyone kind of gets into it, like, mm-hmm. and then they all start betting on it, kind of. Yes. <laughs> that was kind of weird how it went from like a thing of yeah. ridicule to a thing of like, we all love this now. There's that was a very strange. sick burn on Harry Kim. Oh, so yes. We had yes. mentioned a few episodes ago that Harry Kim plays the clarinet, which is like mm-hmm. the nerdiest of the instruments. Sorry, yeah. all you clarinet players out there. Um, I think But he knows I think it. they're talking about how each other would fare in the ring. So Tom and Harry and uh, Chicote yeah. and Blana. Um, and at some point they say, like, oh, we wouldn't want to hurt your delicate clarinet fingers. And I was just like, right. Oh, but that was just me. Dan didn't think it was as funny as I did. That's funny. Yeah. But he did mention that he was like either a boxer or some kind of sport like boxing. Parisi square square champion. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so I don't understand. Like he actually somehow boxed and everyone's shitting on him for being the weak guy. No. So Tom Paris seems like, I don't know, the weakest of the bunch if Harry Kim was uh, a former boxer? So he Probably. wasn't a boxer. He played a game called Parisi Squares, which is a game that persists throughout all the seasons. So they, they play it in TNG. Yeah. It's not super clear, like, how you play or what the rules are. Um, right. But uh, they imply in this episode that you play with some sort of, like, sticks or bats and you get hit with them from time to time. Right. So that's like a a tough guy kind of sport. Yeah. Probably like lacrosse or hockey, maybe. Right. Right. Um, I don't know. Everyone just shit on Harry, and Harry is like, yeah, you're right. I'm the worst. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's his role, though. (laughs) Harry's a great guy for just just taking it. You know, he's just. Yeah. He's he's like. That's just what he does, right? (laughs) He's the Voyager version of Jordy. A little. Kind of. Although, I think that Jordy would even stick up for himself a little bit more than. Oh, Jordy's a badass, but. Yeah. Everyone, he has periods where everyone kind of shits on him. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, so, so yeah. very, yeah. very important. Some other people leave uh, and yeah. do not decide to go uh, to right. the boxing ring, the right. Tsunkate Arena. Uh, right. So, Bolana is about as annoying as Bolana gets, I think, in this. Bolana and Tom are super annoying in this episode. So, in the scene where everyone's ragging on each other about mm-hmm. their prowess in the ring, uh, they make fun of Chicote and tell him that he's the tattooed terror. And he likes boxing. <laughs> Seven yeah. of nine and Tuvok walk up and talk about what their plans are. So their plans are to go study a uh, a nebula or a collapsing star. I don't know. A micro nebula. A micro nebula yeah. nearby. And everyone's like, "Hey, it's shore leave. You don't have to work." Then they remind everybody that they don't really require recreation because one's a a Vulcan and the other one is a. Uh, a drone, Borg drone. Right. Um, and Bolana is sort of like, <clears throat> I don't know, her and Seven of Nine are being real snippy back and forth to one another. Um, That's kind Bolana, of a thing that they do. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, but Bolana is the really annoying one because it would be like arguing with data. Right. You know what I mean? Like you should know that there's not much point in it and whatever they're saying is not, there's no feeling behind it. So it's not meant to be. Right insulting but you're taking it as an insult i guess yeah um anyway dan yeah. what happens next oh yeah so uh oh also uh, so seven nine uh says that you know she's gonna go study that micro nebula right mm-hmm. does the doctor mm-hmm. have a crush on her so they have a those heavy vibes well mm-hmm. yes yes he does he's basically in love with her um okay yeah and he does tell her eventually 
Oh, okay. By, I, by, I, the, by the end of the series. Hmm. Um, but um, they're kind of like um, he's her uh, like ethics mentor. Like this is how humans should handle this. This is how mm-hmm. you do this. This is how you do this. Like so mm-hmm. he's he's been training her, you know, to be more um, connected with her feelings and more proper you know human etiquette because he kind of is learning the same stuff as well Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. because he's not really human either but yeah so so she she assists him and he kind of like they they sing together and uh like you know so they're 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 like a little duo yeah yeah Uh, he he mentions to her that she should I guess, in, like, be active in engaging people in conversation right. and those sorts of things. Yeah. Right. He, he wants her to stay and not go on the, the shuttle. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And then she's like, all right, well, if you don't want me to be alone or whatever, then come on with us and study micro nebula. And he's like, nah. Right. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but his, his choice is to go study bugs instead. Right. He wants to go to, like, an entomology museum. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a doctor. Bugs. He's biology. Come on. Yeah. Why not? All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, bugs yeah. are pretty cool, but I think nebulas are cooler. Yeah, I would go for the I'd want to go study the nebula. Anyway. Although I wouldn't want to be stuck. I wouldn't want to be stuck in a shuttle with Seven and Tuvok. No. I think that'd be pretty uh-huh. boring. So. I would bring like yeah. something to listen to. Now, stuck in a shuttle with just Seven. <laughs> okay. Uh- <laughs> but I wouldn't say stuck. Yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> hey. So, so anyway. uh, <laughs> that actress was p- picked for a very specific reason. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> studying. Yeah. So, um, so, so Tuvok, not yeah, Tuvok and mm-hmm. uh, and Seven are taking the bus to the Micronebula. <laughs> taking the, the bus, bus. <laughs> and <laughs> a, yeah, a bomb shows up. It's a magic. It gets right. like transport it onto their ship and right. explodes. So yeah, it goes off like, somehow. He's such a good guy. He like lays on it. Goodbye, like both a, of them. Yeah, yeah. He, he tries to save seven. Um, yeah. So and <laughs> so we find out yeah. that uh, they wake up in custody, mm-hmm. right? Of uh, essentially a um. Is is there another word for the the gladiator owners besides just like a slave owner? I don't, I don't know if they had a title. I'm for the sure game. there is. I, I yeah yeah, but like a ringmaster. Sure. Yeah, that's a Slaver. good. That's a good yeah. way to describe it. Yeah, I mean they so, are slave owners essentially, right. but yes, ringmaster yeah. is probably a good way to describe it. Right. Um, so um, yeah, that that sets it up. Yeah. Yeah. So that and uh, fun Star Trek facts the. Uh, Actor who plays the ringmaster slave owner is uh, Jeffrey Combs, who we we have seen, I believe, in two previous episodes. Yeah, he's been in a um, bunch. I think he is a yeah. huge Star Trek alum who's never been a main character, like an, a main starring role, mm-hmm. but he's always been in a ton of other stuff. So he's cool. he's really he's really cool. Yeah, his facial hair. It's pretty amazing. Is <laughs> it was insane. Bad. Yeah, I don't understand how it works. <laughs> Okay, so right. imagine <laughs> if the ends of my hair, which is about chin length, was a little longer, and then just the tips like wrapped around and connected to my mustache, right, on both sides. But not That's, only connects, it like goes into in, the like upper lip. Yes, like it's like it's strange looking. As if my hair grew back into the pores 
on my up like near my upper lip right exactly it's pretty i don't hot. understand like if does it get longer does it like the ringlets get longer <sighs> i don't maybe maybe it's like, like, it like it one infinite loop where like it yes. goes it goes into your lip goes back out through your scalp back out of your head but you don't oh. know where it starts or ends it just keeps on going forever oh that yeah like that's Ooh. how it cleans itself right exactly it runs right. like through your brain water and then yeah. i don't like this conversation <laughs> <laughs> anyway gang it's check it out super weird yeah Gosh, no it's yeah, very well, that's, that's how he eats that's it's how he gathers so... the nutrients yeah. the <laughs> all right so chicote yeah. is in charge yeah. and uh seven of nine and tuvok are captive although we don't they don't know that yet right so chicote grabs the buddies and says hey let's go check out the tsunkate yeah, Tsukatsu, uh Arena. Yeah, or after match, the prior to that, he takes Bolana up on her uh, proposal and base and does rearrange the duty schedules such that she has to work so that he can go. He's um, kind of a dick. Yeah, what's kind of a dick, dick, dick move. about? Yeah, if you're if you're the shift manager, you write the schedule. Like uh, you get to take weekends off. Like it's just well, how it works. Yeah. But like, guess. you know, they're, they're like pretty good friends. They're, you know, yeah. They're, I don't know. I just thought I they know. were having a fun yeah, time so together. And then, then yeah, you know. she's watching the ship while he takes Neelix. Neelix comes with them because the doctor, Oh, here's the sunburn story. Mm-hmm. The doctor, he, he, we see Neelix in the sick bay talking to the doctor. And I guess the ointments, the aloe ointment that he's created is not working well. He's having an allergic reaction to it. So he's got some like gross right. blisters on his head. Um, and the doctor basically scolds him for <laughs> trying homeopathy. Yeah. Um, although I don't know if that qualifies as homeopathy, but anyways. Um, it does not. Okay. But thank okay. you. Because like aloe vera like actually does work on sunburns and that comes, seems mm-hmm. similar. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was he saying? Oh, so he, he advised. The doctor said, yeah, okay, go ahead. He advises Neelix that he needs to basically do indoor activities from now on. So gives him right. a shot to help clear up the gross and says, you know, you need to go and stay indoors. That is how Neelix joins the party to go watch the Sunkate matches, correct? Right. Yes, well, exactly. I think the whole point of that scene is so that the doctor can like get out his feelings and opinions on Sunkate. Like, uh, oh, he's basically, oh okay. true, true. Okay. Yeah, like, like how I can't believe that like mm-hmm. this far in the future i guess but it would just be present i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> at this time yeah. people would still be into this barbaric ritual right. of bullshit right is this a commentary on wrestling this is i i, I think it's a commentary, commentary thought... on sports just in general is this whole episode just, just I, sport yeah okay okay yeah i could see that on barbaric or, sports or i mean sports? i guess sports that in, that involve violence i guess huh i don't know because like it it's kind of muddled. Yeah. MMA, football, all right. just in general, the like physical sport. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Kind of, right. but like, all right. It's, it's definitely a commentary on boxing itself. I think like well, if it, okay. if it, if it's singled out one thing, it'd be sure. boxing, you know, you but think specifically so? yeah. because I'm pretty sure the next scene, Chakotay is kind of presenting the other side of the, the, uh, story to neelix right they're they're about to get into an elevator and Neelix is all like wow why do you like people (laughs) hurting each other you brute and he's like no no no. there's a lot of strategy to it right he actually ends up explaining the rules to tsunkate Mm -hmm. because in tsunkate it's not just a fight but you're wearing special 
I'm going to say pads or sensors. I don't know what to call them. Yeah. But there's, there's like uh, sensors on your chest, your hands and your knees, I think. Or what and is, your feet. Right? The feet. The bo- yes. Like the bottoms yes. of the shoes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So when, when someone punches their pad to your pad, you get a shock. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like there's like a little bit of extra strategy in right. this game compared to just boxing, I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah true. I get. I mean, I guess you could. That commentary is made about all sports, right? So, like, the people who right. disagree with fighting and hockey, and then the people who are like, "No, it's actually part of the strategy of the sport," and like yeah. keeps keeps other injuries down and that kind gets of gets the stuff. energy out, you know, gets the yeah, gets the rage yeah. out, yeah, um, yeah. Huh. Okay. Anyway, so the thing about oh, oh sorry, just the the thing about Sunkatsuka, it feels like laser tag if you used your hands with laser tag. It's you know, you're basically manual melee laser tag. Right. Exactly. Sure. (laughs) That's a good description. It's not like super bloody, so you know, I don't think there's any blood at all in this episode, except the later match, which is definitely does have some contact. yeah, Yeah. But that's that's different. We'll yeah. get to that later. Their Sinkatsu uh, uniforms also look like hefty garbage bags. Like if they sew if they sewed hefty garbage bags into track suits, yeah. that's sort of yeah. what they look like with <laughs> what? With like cardboard round discs strategically placed on the like chest and back. I, I, I see the cardboard. Yes. They're like latex. They're like sort of latex trash bag jogging suits. No, <laughs> I, <laughs> they're I'm like lost. A Let's do it. Brow, I don't know. Anyways, they're they're not nice looking. Oh no! It this this so this this episode came out in 2000. Um, mm. It looks like it came out in 2000. Yeah. <laughs> like oh, the, yeah. the and was the done arena with four dollars yeah. that they that they fight in looks like it was just pulled from another sci-fi show and just running man know, here. Yes, exactly. <gasps> was it right. running man? I, right. no, I, I'm just saying, just the, the it looks. It does look just like Running like Man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, Man, guys, we haven't even really gotten into the episode yet. I know like, it's very. You know, there's just so very much exciting. to talk about. It's very exciting. So, so Chakotay <laughs> takes yeah. his like crew to yeah. the the boxing match, mm-hmm. and it's like, <laughs> right. yeah, awesome, whatever. <laughs> And yes. then you see the rock come out and more cheers, yay, blah blah blah. Yeah, and then. Seven of nine is his opponent. That's right. Dun dun dun. dun. So they all also start... her costume, with the only exception being the rock, is like the only one that is sleeveless and like low cut and V neck and stuff throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was interesting. But she's wearing well, you like know, ten times yeah. the amount of fabric that he is. Right. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. Right. It just makes I mean, her she I mean, she has very large breasts for this actress and it just she makes does. them look she does, yes. so much bigger. Not well, that this, her regular uniform is like skin tight, like this show is is always very strategic when it comes to her outfits yes. and shows off her ample resources in the <laughs> yes, best resources. possible way. Yes, absolutely. Um, yes. It's <laughs> tactical. She, she, Yes, it really it's tactical. Is. Yeah, I'm like they probably had to sew like special underwear into her suit because you can they, see like they did. Oh yeah, yeah, they yeah yeah. I think we've talked about that before. Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, it, I her that. her suit basically looks painted on. Like it, yes, it's it, body it's, paint it's, essentially. Yeah, yeah, essentially, it's crazy. Well, it was made to to mimic like a a skin. So yeah, yeah. 
So success. There you go. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, did you guys notice that they called out Seven's name about eighteen thousand times? Constantly. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> and that's all that they did for like ten it's like, minutes. <laughs> Okay, first of all, the you're in a room <laughs> full yeah. of, like, I don't know, a few hundred people all yelling. Right. And you think that your, like, 10th row seats are enough. And it was even, so even weird. If he, let's say you got her attention. Right. She's fighting the rock. Like, right. what can you do? Let her, let her focus on the task at hand. Right. At another level, they don't know that she's there against her will. For all they know, that's true. She, she lied about checking out a super nebula because right. no one's going to question their motives, right. so that she could go cage fighting. Yeah, that's, yeah, maybe maybe she's looking a little bit for of a stretch, some, but I'm just some sort of like a there. thrill, right? Exactly, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, she maybe changed her mind about the whole thing. Yeah, but no, yeah, they. It's basically the whole like five minute scene is her fighting the rock, cutting to them yelling her name. Yeah, in the the arena, looking worried at each other, yelling some more, looking back worried. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Chakotay, 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 yeah, Chaco Taco eventually calls up to the ship and um, asks Balana to beam them or beam Seven out of there. she can't get a lock on her um, because it turns out that they're not actually fighting in the ring that they're watching. They're mm-hmm. fighting from a um, unknown location and the fight's being broadcast into the like fighting pit wherever they are. So bless you. Thank you. Um, so I, I would feel totally gypped if like. Absolutely. Yeah. I showed yes. up to a, a concert. They're just projections. And right. they Unless- really there. Unless it was a Tupac concert, and well, I mean, you know, you know what you're getting. That's true. <laughs> the Rock and Seven. <laughs> Even then, for Easter, yeah, it's a special yeah. resurrection Easter Tupac. Oh, concert. guys, is this our Easter episode? <laughs> <laughs> it might be. I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> happy Easter, everybody. Happy, um, happy, happy. <laughs> um, yeah, like I'd be pissed off. Because it's essentially I'm just going to like a bar then, right? Yeah, and watching it on TV basically. So the way I reconcile this is I think that the – Unless they know. what That they don't know. Mm -hmm. That the uh, audience members all think they're attending a live event. Okay. That's what I thought. Especially because like the the guy running the show is kind of skeezy. Oh, yeah. He's like – Yeah, he steals people. I see him doing that. Sure. Yeah, he he does kidnap people. Yeah. Although, hold on, let's talk about that tactic. So, kidnapping he's, people. He's to, to fight. Not, kidnapping with a bomb. I, I didn't really. Was that like a stun bomb? It, it, it must have been right. It so, kind of hurts Tuvok. So it we, did hurt we skipped him. this, but like yeah. in the scene where they wake up in the cell, Tuvok is not. Oh yeah. Uh, doing great. And, yeah, not doing uh, great at all. Basically, Seven is forced to fight. Because the guy says, tells her, like, well, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to make Tuvok fight and he's not going to live because he's already injured. Right. Um, and then she's like, okay, I guess. Um, so I, <sighs> to, to maybe defend the decision, mm-hmm. if you're trying to look for like hardcore badass survivors, right. Kidnapping with a bomb could almost make sense. <laughs> but so my, my thought process though was like, <laughs> but if you are kidnapping yeah, no. the toughest people in the galaxy, how do you keep them locked up? What do you mean? Like, he he kept them all locked up. Like that yeah, was Yeah, but they're issue. super strong and like 
really good fighters. So do you have equally or more strong people guarding them? Whoa. I know he had them in like cages, yeah. force yeah. field kind I mean, of thing. Okay. All right. The sure. the the prisoner quarters is kind of strange, Ghost. It's a very small circular room and they all mm-hmm. seem to just live right in that like area. bunk bed room area. Um but yeah, I mean I guess if you walk in with guards like he does, I guess you're I guess you're okay. All I don't right. know. Sure. Yeah. But back to Dan's point, mm-hmm. like kidnapping people with a bomb, wouldn't that like potentially hurt the best people that you're gonna kidnap? Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. What if seven yeah. would have gotten hurt, and then he would have been out of luck? Because, well, that's the test. To it's see like, if he survived. I, the I either <laughs> murder you, or okay. you prove that you're strong enough for me to enslave you. That's okay. pretty, pretty evil, dude. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. It's that yeah. hair running through his brain. I could see that. All right, so <laughs> we have. Thanks. Yes. <laughs> I think they just. Do they beam back out saying like, we got to figure this out? Yes. Uh, I think they go back yeah. to the ship. Once they oh, I'm sorry. Out. Yeah. Sorry. The, the fight's over and uh, 79 lost. It was she pretty did. close. Yeah. It was pretty but, close. But yeah, she. Uh, there was a moment where she was about to win, but she showed mercy to the rock. Mm-hmm. And right. then uh, the rock took advantage of that. Yeah. And yeah. it was that Newman. You'll have to let me know. Is that where the, the rock bottom comes in does yeah he, the the, okay. the final move the he does on move? her is where he, yeah he puts his, his arm up to her and then slams her down yep that's the rock bottom okay yeah his probably his second most famous move outside the people's elbow which is the first yeah i okay. i did not recognize that there was a signature move or yeah. I, I couldn't identify the rock bottom i mean the i i got the signature eyebrow yeah you definitely saw that the okay. first few things that the rock was ever in he does the peop- the the rock bottom like everything that he's in. Okay. Like like acting ro- roles or like yeah acting roles. Like I think he does it in the rundown. Uh, I've got to have to watch Jumanji, but I hope it's in there. He probably doesn't do it at that uh, point. But hey, I mean, it. I could I be wrong. He's huh? outgrown his wrestling persona. He has. He That's has. He doesn't even use the rock anymore. So okay. yeah, right. you know. That's unfortunate. We have to kill our darlings once. You know. Yeah. <laughs> once in a while so <laughs> but yeah i don't even know where where we are so, right now oh yeah so um so um two things are kind of happening at once uh chakotay and, and the crew go back to the ship um mm-hmm. they contact janeway mm-hmm. um apparently she's on this this vacation with other people because they, they show her cockpit and there's two other crew in the shuttle with her yeah so i don't know if like if they're getting like extra kudos because they like volunteered to go on the captain with her expedition vacation or whatever. I thought that was kind of strange, but whatever. Yeah. Um, she probably ordered them to. Probably. It's like, they she doesn't on, actually know how to drive. You're right. <laughs> probably like on her shit list. So it's like, you're coming with me. <laughs> you're on your uh, shit list. You're going to weave my hair. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, so while that's happening, um, seven goes back to the like, uh, slave quarters and the ringmaster comes in and says hey you did pretty good mm-hmm. uh, we're going to put you in a red match Yes, which is like the I guess the most death deadly match. type of Zunikatsu right. fight to the death yeah right exactly right. right I think this one was a blue match right exactly and I don't so... believe the red used the like sensors I think it's just all straight up punching and 
Oh, I didn't realize there was a difference. I could be wrong, but it no, looked like they were so. just. I think there are up. sensors used. Oh, were there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, it's not that important. Okay. But it is a fight to the death. Yes, exactly. So, and now his reasoning. Now, this is not in line with a smart, business savvy slave owner, but he essentially says, Wow, I can't believe how much I got people to pay to see you lose. Mm-hmm. Right. I must be able to make millions. To, to for people to see you die right because i well, guess it, the borg we're yes. not super popular in that area no they're, they're not popular yes, at all. They, <laughs> yes they have yeah. assimilated a number of races i believe yeah. in that area including yeah. the one that we're gonna see i forgot i t- just completely lost what it is it starts with an h the herogen herogen yeah. yes including the herogen race yeah yeah um, right That's- so a, a a smart businessman would maybe extend the tenure of the biggest draw rather than put Absolutely. her in a death match y- yes, immediately. Yes, <laughs> yeah. you would not do that. <laughs> that's yes. like, oh, wow, you're my cash cow. Let's right. risk your life immediately. Maybe Next, he's tomorrow. a savvy investor yeah. and he's going to invest all of it and get a huge return. Oh, so like how she's going like, to bet against long-term game her and then, and then, yeah, maybe. Yeah, he's, maybe. it's his last match too. It's like, he's, he's, he's going to make a ton of money off of her. He's skipping town after this. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. <laughs> um yeah so but yeah it's not smart um she meets well she's met this person already but uh Mm -hmm. i called him her her mentor but uh yeah Mm -hmm. he's a old herogen um soldier Mm -hmm. who's been captured um is also forced to fight in these in these matches Mm -hmm. um he he was in the opening scene he was he's the opening opening scene was him fighting a random dude right kind of just exposing us to Right. The, uh, the world of the Tsunkatsu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did not put together that those two people were the same people at first, but um, on like a second uh, read through of the script, I was yeah. like, oh yeah, that's right. They are, that was the same guy. Yeah. It's not like super important, but yeah, it's definitely the same guy from the first, the first yeah. fight that, that we watch. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, yeah. So just to tie it into Bloodsport even more, <laughs> yeah. the crowd is chanting Tsunkatsu, Tsunkatsu. Like, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's kumate all yeah. over yeah. again basically <laughs> right i mean they don't dip their hands in glass or anything but well no it's close uh, enough yeah close not enough. on screen yeah no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um fun fact the uh actor who plays the Hirogen soldier mm-hmm. um has been has, has also been in a bunch of star trek stuff um he played oh. martok in uh ds9 who's like mm-hmm. a klingon general mm-hmm. really cool character um, cause I heard his voice and I was like, that's totally a voice that's been in Star Trek before. And yeah, so he's been in a ton of Star Trek stuff. So they oh, got, awesome. they, they pulled some Star Trek veterans for this one. Yeah. So it's pretty yeah, interesting. I mean, it's really, I know we're like kind of talking, we're, we're making fun of it a lot, but in the, the pantheon of episodes that we've reviewed thus far, this one's actually pretty okay. Yeah. Um, it's really yeah. not that bad. Totally. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's wacky and campy, but it's not terrible yeah it's, it's not, not the it's not bad. it's not on like it's not like in the bottom 30 percent of what we've done yes. <laughs> no <laughs> no not which even i close. absolutely thought it was going to be but it's not um, pleasantly surprised yeah exactly um, so it's cool we kind of get yeah, also kind of like blood sport you kind of get like a training montage here mm-hmm. of uh the Hirogen training seven um doing some like kicks some some kick flips some some 
fast hand jiving, you know, I, I, yeah, I, don't, fast I don't know, jiving. I don't know fight terms as you can tell. Fast hand They're doing the hand jive. I should, I should announce boxing because it would just be like that guy hit that guy and that guy did this. Um, he, just, <laughs> oh, man. he just did a little um, flippity boop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know, she's getting, she's getting pretty good. Um, yeah. he's teaching her, he's teaching her all the ways of the, uh, sukatsu, and, uh, yes. he says, you must live it. You must feel it, um, which I thought was very inspirational. He's dropping the <laughs> little pearls. He's, yeah, exactly. He's talking to her quite like. a bit about like the philosophy. I think of the Hirogen as well about. Right. So I didn't. I, I'm interested in this race and like learning more about them. I d- did a little bit of other reading up. They sort of remind me of the Klingons, but like less dumb. Like I think they're just yeah. like a more sophisticated sort they're of warrior race. So they're like a principled around the concept of the hunt. Yes. Right. They view themselves as hunters. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, the basically the highest compliment they will give you is that you're a worthy prey. Mm-hmm. Right. And so they're a murderous right. bunch. Yeah. For a while, a few seasons before this, they mm-hmm. are like Voyager's main nemesis. Mm-hmm. Like they go as far as to capture the Voyager crew at one point and then mm-hmm. hunt them for yes. for honor you know i could um, i could see that not being a friendly race um, right but right. they were interesting for sure so i've complained a number of times about how we keep like recycling the klingons as mm-hmm. our main bad guys so i was a little excited to to like see this this race and like read up about them and other the other voyager episodes that they've been in and stuff and like oh this is just it's a new idea it's like a new take on this bad guy idea so that made me kind of happy yeah it's like Um, a fun a fun kind of like variant on on the klingons that we've seen a thousand times yeah i mean they're but i just think they're like elevated a little bit i don't know i'm I'm just i'm just yeah i've complained a number of times but i'm just like a little bit klingoned out a little over it i think i think Um, a lot of people are yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) anyways so that's fair he mm-hmm. is teaching her. He's also teaching her some of the philosophies of the Herogen way and talks to her about right. the prey and how you should uh, not show mercy to the wait, not show mercy. Yeah. Show mercy. Right. Don't show don't, mercy. Don't show don't mercy. Show mercy. That's what got her to lose the first fight. Yes. Exactly. Don't show mercy. Exactly. Don't show mercy. And then later on, we see that one of their principles, too, is that you shouldn't let the prey suffer. So even though you're going to kill them, you kill them in a way that minimizes right. their suffering, I suppose. Which I like. Um, yeah. 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 Um, and about this point is when I made a conjecture about the end of the episode, but I won't reveal what it is yet. What happens next? Where are we at? Well, I think we're almost there actually. Yeah. To that, to that so, point. <laughs> yeah. So she, yeah. She's been leading up this whole time to this red match and he's been training her. Right. And it comes to the point where they actually have the red match. Mm-hmm. But up until this time, the rest of the crew has been trying to find them. So they've figured out that they they go back and they trace basically the broadcast signals. Um, and they realize that they are not coming um, from any singular like point in time, but more of a uh, the coming of what, what looks like a flight path. So they, right. uh, they figure out that the match in the arena is probably on a ship that is flying around. So they're trying right. to figure out now like where the ship is. About that point. Mm-hmm. So I get that they have to be able to figure it out somehow. But they just said, hey look, we, we noticed that all of these stars, if you connect them, makes a flight path. 
But that's true for any stars at all ever. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a they giant drew connect the dots. this wavy line <laughs> right. as though it proved anything. But that wavy line could have gone to any other stars and it would be the same point. That's yes. a really good point. I never really yeah. thought about that. The wavy but line didn't that's equal minor. like a yeah. giant arrow or a starship <laughs> or something like that. It's like it's like Torres was just in like the the star chart room, just like ooh, this pattern looks nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, this checks out. Right. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. That's true. The the logic about how they like win this episode is a little weird to me. That mm-hmm. eventually doesn't turn it into anything except just here, shoot here, and then like we'll win the the starship battle. Kinda. But that's, it's like oh, but they don't disable the ship, but they. Remove the incentive for the guy to for well right to have them keep fighting right. I just felt yeah. that was kind of uh, I don't know yeah. Well, I kind of like it because like okay. So they've encountered this like slaver essentially yeah yeah, and his ship is way better than theirs. Right, they yeah. can't do anything about it. Like they can't like intervene and save them like That's they've true. done in other cases. Mm-hmm. They just have to get the hell out of there. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's true. Like I guess the you're bare, right. That's the bare minimum they could do, and like they finally achieved it. Yeah, that's true. I just think it was a clever way to diminish the efforts of the guy who was doing it, right? So like his his main right. motivation is to make money off of these fights, mess so up like, his finances. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So they, yeah. you know, they hurt him in the finance. Like so. So spoiler alert: the way they defeat this ship is since the other ship is heavily out armed and like out de- their defenses are much higher and they're faster and everything else. They try to shoot at it, but they, as they're being shot back, they're losing all their, um, right. shields and the ship is, um, the Voyager ship is getting damaged. So they start instead taking out the satellites on the outside of the ship that would broadcast the actual fight. So right. ev- for every satellite that gets knocked out, they lose, uh, viewers and thus, money essentially so they're trying to remove the incentive for the guy to like have them keep fighting they don't Mm -hmm. solve the problem for everyone however they only are able to you know deflect this problem to save seven and they also get the herogen off too yeah the rock and the rest of the people being forcibly held are out of luck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. Well, wait. Did did we? Sorry, I might have jumped the gun talking about the fighting with the starship. Mm-hmm. Did we? Did we mention the twist that she fights the Hirogen? We did in not. The ring. We did not. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. so, so Hirogen has right. been training her right to defeat him, although she didn't know that yet. Right. right. So maybe that was his. He was taken away from his son. Yeah, he's, he's been, been there fighting for 19 years. Right, 19 yeah. years. He misses his son. Um, yeah. And he wants to basically die because he's sick yeah. of it. He wants an honorable death. Right. Mm-hmm. But because he's a hunter, he can't just throw a fight. And Which like, I thought was a little like, okay, come on, man. Like, you want to you wanna <laughs> yeah. lose, you want to die, but you can't just, like, miss a punch he, here. He wants mm-hmm. an honorable death. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, and for whatever reason, he doesn't fight the rock because that would just do it. I guess. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So the spoil. You know. Dun dun dun. Yeah. The Herogen is the one that she ends up having to fight when they right. come into the ring. Yeah. Um, which was what I guessed, but I yeah, was also it was fairly easy to see it coming, but I still thought yeah. it was kind of a cool sort of. No, like I totally twist. agree. Especially because like, okay. I like him. I liked him by the end. And I was like, oh no, she's going to have yeah. to kill him, you know? 
him, um, like him and her, like those those parts of the episode, I think are really strong. Like, yes. like the acting, the acting is solid. Yes. Um, you know, like his 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 lessons to her are pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, right, especially because you know. so she is. I I don't really understand her character, but she is, um, like half robot borg person she still has a bunch of borg like underneath i think mm-hmm. they were able to kind of clean her up a bit but, like uh, everything about her personality and actions has been borg or robot right every time i've ever seen her yeah this was like the first time she made any kind of progress in humanizing herself sure mm-hmm. because there yeah. are rules to tsunkatsu right there are there are 33 sanctioned Right. attacks moves yeah. yeah and uh so old man uh what's his uh Hirogen? Hirogen? yeah mm-hmm. old man Hirogen like kind of like fights dirty right mm-hmm. and he teaches her to do the same mm-hmm. to survive right mm-hmm. yeah that's like her first like time ever breaking the rules and not following protocol yeah at least that i've seen mm-hmm. yeah no yeah. it was it was it was pretty cool yeah totally yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's even a scene um, towards the end of the episode where the where she's upset, you know, she's like upset with having to have fought and hurt people and those sorts of things, and says something. And she's talking to Tuvok about this. Right. She's upset that he was hurt and injured. He he thanks her for essentially saving him because if she would not have agreed to fight, um, he would have died almost well, certainly. Well, yeah, leading up to that, to be done. yeah, yeah. So uh, there's the final fight where she has to fight him. Mm-hmm. And she has basically defeated him. He's mm-hmm. on the ground. Yes. And she is about to deliver the death blow. Mm-hmm. Right. And they finally get them teleported out of there. Yes. Right. So she hesitates again. She shows a little mercy, I think. See, but I think right. she was going to kill him. I think she was going to do it. Really? It's, because she totally would have. Because he was like basically not begging, but like you know, do what I taught you. Like he did say, and that's the point and, where he and says, "And my like, suffering, you know, and my yeah. yeah, don't let your prey suffer." Essentially, right. there's like a little conversation about how like she's taken plenty of lives as a Borg, as part right. of the collective, mm-hmm. and is like really afraid that if she did kill as her new persona, she'd be like right. falling back into that, or no exactly. better than that, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, the the only reason she didn't do it is because they like got her out of there right mm-hmm. and yeah. so so that's like the biggest lesson in humanity not that she was able to hold herself back but more that she just felt bad about that she was going to do it right yeah right exactly and i was like which hey, is very interesting which is a weird like deep thought for a cage match episode yeah. <laughs> right, right. well and, yeah. you know there's a whole <laughs> argument too of like how justified was she in actually doing it i mean her whole purpose that was to survive as long as possible so yeah you i'm sure you feel guilty about that but you also have to survive otherwise you're dead um, yeah yeah I, I also felt that she saw some parallels in him with her like you know mm-hmm. she was basically a, a, a slave to the borg mm-hmm. you know he's been a slave to this for 19 years mm-hmm. you know so they're they're very similar and mm-hmm. that she thought she saw she saw it as a way to free him from mm-hmm. his you know like Right. program constraints you know like yeah. he was he's so it was it was it was pretty cool yeah it was pretty good yeah and, it was a good uh, ending, then we get to the scene that wraps up uh that that shows us why we learned about neelix's sunburn okay 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. That never. No, happened. I was like, oh, oh. I don't remember <laughs> that. Okay. <laughs> like, I was gonna say like, oh, wait, did I miss something? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no. no. Just, uh, we already covered everything you need to know about Neelix's okay. sunburn. Yeah. Um, uh, I mentioned earlier that yeah, Bolana and Tom <laughs> are very annoying in this episode. We totally skipped this part, but prior to Tuvok and Seven taking the shuttle out, there's this whole there's a whole scene that totally doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. I don't understand why it's there, where um, Tom is basically given. Um, seven a hard time for how much gear she's packing on this trip and that the whole time yeah. he's just talking yes. about balana balana packs heavy too balana yeah. doesn't like this balana packs a stuffed animal with her when she goes places and i was like i don't need to know any of this information i don't understand oh um, yeah. so yeah there i don't know what happened there or if that was like a b plot that got cut like maybe yeah. balana was supposed to help her and that reconciles well, their relationship but like Tom, Tom and Milana are, are married. Yes. So he would, you know, nag on his wife, I guess. Like, but oh, boy. Yeah, but like. But the scene almost seems like it's supposed to like connect right, I, Tom I know. and Seven and Nine. But I know. Like, it was weird. Yeah, it's it was, really weird. She's Pointless. just a robot and doesn't care. It it's almost felt weird. just like a man nagging at like a woman for like, look at all your, look at all your And packing. just complaining you know I mean? <laughs> about his wife kind of, but yeah. not really complaining, just sharing personal details that she probably right. would not want other people to know. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. Like, I feel like I've seen this type of scene before with like Harry Kim, where he's like mm. trying to talk to seven as though she's a person and she just responds oh, yeah. like a robot. Mm-hmm. Like, mm. yeah, like, we no, not, not interested. Yeah. Last season there was yeah. one that they did. They had a few like, quips at each other like that yeah. forget which episode mm-hmm. it was but yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah so anyways that get doesn't it. get wrapped up at all there's no yeah. point for that no, it's like a not. whole two minute scene um, um yeah. so seven to nine grows as yeah. a non-person toward 10 percent of a person mm-hmm. that's right yeah that was good and there's some there's some nice moments between her and the doctor like you mentioned earlier where you can tell that he cares a lot about her and i think she cares about him too um he's right. also got his a transmitter that allows him to move freely around the ship now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's, you see mm-hmm. him doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think overall the acting for the doctor and seven was really good. I liked the Herogen. I liked that it was like very Chakotay forward, at least in the first half. Yeah. True. Uh, which I like. <laughs> um, oh, we didn't mention that Janeway swoops in at the end. We didn't mention yeah, well, that. Yeah. She did. She does help in the attack. Yes. The little, the little yeah, Delta flyer yeah. comes in. The Delta and... flyer comes back. Yeah, shoots off like a satellite that looks mm-hmm. like it's you know attached to the top of a roof in 1990. Right. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like a, that like turns off the transmission thatched. to some right. of the viewers yeah. of the cage match, but not all because the no. audience that we were seeing were still watching. So yeah. like they cut into his profits was, like 10 percent, right. and that was like a major blow. I guess mm-hmm. I don't know. Right, that yeah. was her it contribution. It didn't actually affect the show. It just affected one of the televisions. Some right. people were watching it. Right. I don't know. <laughs> and and like you mentioned, Beth, like the you know seven and the Hiroshima escape. But I'm sure the guy is still fine. I'm sure he's making a lot of money. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, no you one know, else escapes like, that. They didn't. They didn't nightmare. solve the problem at all. So <laughs> yeah, um, which is fine. Yeah, they just DTFO. Um, I think there's yeah. only one more thing at the end where they uh, help the Hiroshima find his people. I think. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, hey, all right, you're going to go look for your son. Right. Sweet moment. Hey, Mm -hmm. and by the way, there's like a Herogen scout ship that's going to rendezvous with us. Right. Now, I I don't know what episode or anything, but apparently a couple seasons ago, 
Mm-hmm. Or or no, yeah. I don't know. At some point, they ran into the Herogen in a different quadrant. Mm-hmm. Okay. So they shouldn't really be. Yeah. Here. I well, heard the, a couple internet nerds whining about that. So I figured the Herosian were the villains, like like I said a few seasons ago. So maybe they've been expanding since then. Mm. Like, or maybe they're hunting Voyager. <laughs> and like the one that they that's what I was sense, thinking. <laughs> like the one that they that they sense is the one that's hunting them. So I, I, I knew I liked that guy. That'd be kind of yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, th- th- that was a nice ending for him. I'm, I'm glad that he got to live and he got to go out and 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 you know find his his son and, and not get his honorable death. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe he'll get it some other some other way or something. Other way. Right. Oh goodness. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's most of the episode. It's that's, actually that's the episode. Pretty I think. good. Yeah. 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 It's not too terrible. It's a little yeah. campy. You know, I was expecting it again to be really bad, but it's actually pretty okay. Yeah. yeah. Like. Like I said earlier, it's not the worst we've done. I think it's a little, it's like a little dumb in places mm-hmm. because, you know, like, like I said, on the, the surface level, it's, you know, you versus you in this blood match arena. It's kind of like, okay, it's it's, it's kind of like Mortal Kombat or something, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's fine. I mean, every show does that once in a while, you know, you, you can't like all write like, you know, amazing plot lines every time, but, mm-hmm. but yeah. It's no, just it funny was, that it's it such a, a, yeah, they draw on such a popular trope. Like, so we watched you know, Thor Ragnarok recently, which was great. Yeah. Um, it's almost the same plot, right? Like Thor gets captured. Yeah, exactly. Fights in an arena. It's a circle. Yeah. Arena, fights it's, the Hulk. They have to escape. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. It's no, like it's a, it's a trope that when done well, like can work well, you know, like, mm-hmm. like even if it is a simple plot line, mm-hmm. you can do different things with it, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of explore different avenues of like a character's like psyche and things like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Dan, do you have any deep dives? Uh, just a couple, I guess. Excellent. Um, so black belt magazine commented okay. on this episode. Uh, Robert okay. W. Young, whoever that is, uh, described it as being uncharacter, uncharacteristically cool from a martial arts <laughs> perspective. <laughs> And it was nice to see the value judgment free depiction of a no holds barred competition on such a respected TV series. Respected, uh, okay. I don't cool. know if it was judgment free. <laughs> we were just yeah, talking there, about there was some how, judgment like, going on. There's a little bit of judgment happening. He uh, he speculated that Seven may have been using moves taken from Jeet Kune Do, which was Bruce Ooh, Lee's martial art. Nice. Yeah, I think that's probably a stretch. But, uh, <laughs> he also summed it up by saying that the martial arts of Star Trek have finally gone. Where no one has gone before. Oh. Well, you know, uh, I will give props that it's better than the, like, double-fisted... Absolutely. Like, hitting moves that we see all the time. We have not covered the episode. I think it's called Icarus. It's Mm -hmm. when Riker's father comes back, and they play Anbo Jiu-Jitsu, which is, like, a new form. It's a game, but it's basically (laughs) Jiu-Jitsu with sticks but you play blindfolded that sounds we great. have not covered that episode. it's pretty bad oh um, maybe maybe we'll get, but get to that one down the road i don't yeah. know if two, two black Belt magazine has seen that episode while blindfolded <laughs> sounds good to me. yeah <laughs> they also look kind of like the costumes look kind of like the praetorian guard in the new um star wars movie the red guys okay. yeah they, those the costumes sort of look like that oh i know um, what you're talking about yeah yes yeah, yeah. it's a mm-hmm, weird episode mm-hmm. 
and I think Black Belt magazines should cover it. So if we get in contact with them, I'm sure that post was probably made like 10 years ago. Right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe wow. maybe we can collaborate on an initiative to watch yeah. that episode. Speaking <laughs> of uh, getting in contact, uh, okay. so the stunt double for Jerry Ryan. <gasps> oh, man. Was uh-huh. Dana He. <laughs> Okay. Uh, H-E-E, who was a gold medalist in 1988 Summer Olympics for Taekwondo. Hey, all right. Nice. Uh, and I found her on Facebook Oh. and and sent a, a friend request and a message, but she hasn't gotten back. And, God damn it. And <laughs> damn. I, she has posted since my request, so F her. Uh. <laughs> So she's active on Facebook and ignoring me. I you know, uh, I do love that you have actually made like attempts to contact these people, but so far we have not gotten anything. I, do, no I also to love to that all of your Ooh. deep dives are stunt double related. I know. I love it. I love okay. it. So I don't I know it. if this is part of why she's not, well, why she's, she's shunning me, uh-huh. but I did refer to her by one of her character's names. Okay. Because was... she played uh, the character Melina in Mortal oh, Kombat Annihilation. That is amazing. <gasps> yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely started out in my message saying, hey, Melina. And I, I don't <laughs> know if that's disrespectful to, re- to refer to a person by a thing they did in 1997. Maybe she but... just thinks you think she's someone else. You're like, oh, this guy's messaging oh, the wrong person. She probably didn't even know that that was her character's name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's very that movie possible. is so shitty. Yeah. So, I love that you're like trolling her on Facebook. Well, that's really funny, man. That's pretty good. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, boo. Yeah. <laughs> I was excited about that one. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's it. A for uh, effort. It was it was a good effort. I was yeah. not effort. able to contact a stunt double for this episode. We'll Is get she one still one day. stunt doubling? So is that? I think her last thing was in 2014. Okay. So, right. so yeah, kind of. Retired. Really. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, all I got. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I do have oh, one Newman's okay. fun fact. Okay. Um, uh, this is the only episode in which Torres sits in the captain's chair the entire series. Wow. So. Okay. Chew She's... on that, listeners. Just <laughs> <laughs> third in line, right? Um. No. She would be up there, yeah. Because um, she's the chief engineer, right? It'd so be either right. her, so like Janeway, her, and then Chakotay, and then yeah, the second officer. That, that's why probably. I thought she was the in, second in, officer is Tuvok, though, right? Is Tuvok second? I think he so. might be. Oh, He's, but he was gone too. That oh, yeah. Okay. So she's so she's up. She's uh yeah. So mm-hmm. just a fun little uh, Newman's fun fact for you. Mm-hmm. I'll try to throw in those in from time to time. I like it. <laughs> Make it Should have made segment. a bigger deal out of it. I know. It's the <laughs> first, you know. Listeners, if you want more Newman's Fun Facts, uh, hashtag Newman's Fun Facts, yes, or hashtag Newman's Fun Facts, no. <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll we'll count them up. Yeah. So, and see which one wins. And maybe, they'll, maybe they'll be more in the future. <laughs> I hope you get more like Newman's Fun Facts maybes. Maybe. Right. It'll probably yeah. be spelled maybe wrong. Not, I, not sure. I won't see any of these, you know. <laughs> yeah. So. So, yeah. Uh, um, what are we doing next time? Yeah. Uh, next time we are doing uh, 1159 from season five of Voyager. Um, I have not seen this one. It's supposed to be infamous because you see the life of Janeway's ancestor. Hmm. 
and um, apparently not a lot happens in it. So we're gonna, this is gonna be gonna be a Can't good wait. one. Uh, yeah, we're right. we're gonna do a special commentary for this one. So we're we're aiming to be the first people to ever do a commentary for. <laughs> 11.59 of season five of Star Trek Voyager. I'm glad we're setting the bar so high slash low. Yeah, you know, you got to start, you know, somewhere. <laughs> Throw out your history books. They need right. to be rewritten. Right. <laughs> so we, 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 we will be the definitive 11.59 commentary. Can we call the Guinness Book of World Records for this? Like, I mean, first ever? you know what? The season five, like... DVD set probably has a commentary on it yeah. for, for the episode, but yeah, I'm not going to worry gonna, about that. I'm going to make us our certificate. I'm going to make a certificate. About, yeah. I, can all I frame dare someone to say call that us we out did on this that. first. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if you know the truth, it, if there is a 1159 uh, commentary already, do yeah. hashtag 1159 <laughs> commentary yes or hashtag 1159 commentary no. Let us know. <laughs> Thank you. For the for the help, damn it! Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, uh, did we uh, do? Uh, is it worth the voyage? Is that is it time? Yeah, let's that? do it. Oh, so, no. I love our. We're so I don't, I don't know the order of things. Like crazy let's do it. Uh, Hashtag yeah. worth the voyage. Yes. Beth, <laughs> worth the voyage. <laughs> Beth, was it worth the uh, hashtag voyage for you? Yes. Hashtag worth the voyage. Yes. I think okay. it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I think it's actually pretty good. Cool. I think you guys should give it a try. What about Very you, Dan? Good. I don't know. Like it was, it was okay. It was, it was okay. But I don't know if you actually need to see it for any reason. The uh, people's eyebrow. That's not the a people's enough. eyebrow. I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm going to say no. I want to say this is a very unimportant episode. No, no. You know what? No, this is the first time I've seen seven nine have a character mm-hmm. more than just like one dimensional nonsense. So sure. Mm-hmm. For that reason, I will hashtag it. Yes. Okay. Worth the voyage. Okay. Cool. Newman. New. I don't want three yeses for this one just because it's not like a (laughs) really standout episode. Hashtag Uh, maybe. So for that one, for for that reason, I'm going to go hashtag no. Okay. Uh, But but that, that being said, um, it's almost a hashtag yes. So, All right. yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, actually, right. if someone wanted to hashtag us. <laughs> oh, a perfect place to do that would yeah. be uh, at Make It So So Cast on Twitter. Uh, yep. You can find us at our home in the web, which is Make It So So Podcast.com. Or you could email us or Facebook message me back. <laughs> <laughs> But Come if on, you want to email us, you could email us at make it so so podcast at gmail.com. Yep. And, oh, right. did we have any uh, listener feedback? Yeah, we just had a quick shout out from our, our good friend Shannon, a longtime listener, saying Shannon. that she really liked the Orville episode and the Orville series as a whole. So thanks, Shannon, for your for your feedback and comments. And yeah, keep them coming. Thank you, Shannon. Yeah. Thanks, it's always Shannon. good to hear back. Thanks. So <laughs> hashtag team Shannon. That's right. Way, way to go. <laughs> way to go. Uh, All right. Any more hashtags? Yeah. I don't think so. Except uh, <laughs> hashtag thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Um, As always. We'll see you next time, I suppose. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.